Hello and welcome to Coffee and Crits. I'm your host Aaron Washington. Here I got a special guest with me, my man Marshall. What's up? Yo, what's going on? It's good to have you on the show. Since the you know upgrades and stuff like that, it's really nice. Yeah, it looks real nice in here. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, so uh, the reason why Marshall's going to be here with us today is, uh, well, we tried a long, long time ago to actually do a recording with the snowball mic in the hotel room, and it came out super bad. Uh, yeah. Parts were missing. It was kind of like me just ghosting, talking to myself. So we're going to kind of revisit some of those topics from way back when, plus some new stuff. Uh, it's been some years since we did that. That was like our first Animazement uh, that, that I went was, with you guys together. That was Animazement, and then uh, I believe it was the Carolina Game Summit. Yeah. There's like two times we yeah, tried yeah, to Yeah, yeah. Well, like um, you did the story for uh, Animate for. Yeah, I did that one. For... That's not Animazement. That was, that was the Game cool. Summit. Yeah. And that came out really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the... Uh, the So you guys should listen to that. But the uh, the one we did at Animazement did not turn out great. No. It was not good. We did the best with what we had. We, we did. We did. We did. We did. We did. Uh, you know, struggling to survive. But uh, first of all, um, Marshall, so how long have you been running a game now? <laughs> um... I've been running my One Piece game for about, I mean, I'm just going to say around 10 years now. Um, it feels really great knowing that, like, we're kind of, everything's coming to a head and, like, everything's almost towards the end after this long Yeah, we're at the journey. end game now, bro. Yeah, we're in the final, like, in the final saga. stretch, yeah. Like, yeah, the yeah. set of arcs is, is coming to a close. Um, yeah. I'm just really glad and excited that everyone's been along for the ride. Nice. Uh I mean, it's and it's been it's it's been one, you know, because uh, I've seen you know you develop as a DM mm-hmm. over the years. Like you've gotten like much more like sure of yourself when it comes to like story and stuff like that. And thank you. Everything you kind of laid the groundwork for is all finally mm-hmm. coming to a head, which yeah. also feels really good as a DM. DM's perspective, it always feels good when you finally like get to that end game you know that feeling when yeah you're you're just trying to to hold back telling somebody some secret you've been keeping Ugh. for years uh i suggest finally every dm needs a person who is uh confidant <laughs> yeah like you, you're like you got to find a guy who is in on the game who knows about the game mm-hmm. but isn't in the game so you can just talk to about it like it's killing me like <laughs> yeah. i need those for like like Ah, well, all my friends are in the same game. Dang, going to, who, who, who can I speak to? Uh, Pat used to be that guy for me, but then he joined my game. <laughs> <laughs> so then he couldn't be the guy yeah. anymore. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. I'm, ah, 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 my 5e game. I have, like, because you guys are expect, you're waiting on to listen to the actual game. I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, but God, I want to. Talk to I need to talk to someone about what's happening. Like <laughs> I'm finally in the the not the end game, but like where I can start revealing plot. And I want to talk to someone about it so badly, but I'm unable to, and it murders me constantly not being able to do so. Yeah, so, it hurts, but it's like a good hurt. <laughs> yeah. So Marshall, so like. If I had to ask you, like, the biggest lesson you've learned since, like, you're, you're DMing, uh, the thing that, like, you've, you've, you've come, the hardest thing, 
Oh, let's separate. What's like the what was the hardest lesson you had to learn while you were DMing? Let's do that. Actually, I've got two. Um, one, the main one for me is confidence. Um, when I first started, the first session I did DM'd ever was this game, and it was with like me, uh, two other people, and we just decided out of nowhere to run it, and. Josh looked at me like, hey, you want to run a game? Yeah, sure. <laughs> and uh, we started. And as things kept going, I just wasn't sure where it was headed. And I was kind of flip-flopping around on decisions and stuff. And I, I'm not too proud of those early sessions, but I don't think anyone really is. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> um, it's part of the uh, the process. Like the learning process, yeah. And like I, I know you said I've gained a lot of confidence. I, f- I certainly feel that now. Um, seeing how far we've come and where I've led you guys and being absolutely confident, like, yeah, this is where I want to be. And the second one is like, um, just just the story in general. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like my storytelling has improved drastically. Um, I know in the beginning there was a lot of like cut scenes kind of, and it just wasn't really flowing well with, with playing the game. Yeah, yeah. So I just kind of let players do more that they want to do uh-huh. as things went on. So, uh, no, like, I, I can um, definitely, like, I mean, I think it's something that every DM kind of mm-hmm. goes through. Um, I mean, even even I worry about sometimes if a game was good that day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's something everyone, every DM does. Like, uh, I mean, like, because I have people... Who will tell me? Oh man, this was this was fire today. Yeah. Oh my god, mind blowing. I'm just like, oh good, you know, like you, you just, yeah, like that yeah, relief. like you still need like ah god because you know sometimes when you're behind the screen, it's like man, this feels like crap today. Like I feel like I'm not on it, and everyone else is having, but as long as they're having a good time, yeah, then you know, like uh, last week as an example, um, we were all gathering. Everybody was gathering to make an attack plan, and I was like, well, this is kind of not where I wanted to end it, but everybody had fun yeah, yeah. And, and everybody got to talk there was some well, good yeah. rp in there yeah because you know, you know we, were, we were setting up for essentially like a war mm-hmm. so i mean these conversations that we knew kind of had to happen yeah you know so yeah 100 percent. like i eat that kind of crap up anyway yeah, me too <laughs> like i'm super i'm super big on stuff like that i i i, I drink it <laughs> um uh, I think also just uh, as an outside observation, uh, you're definitely much better at uh, going with like uh, like player decisions. Like you're not mm-hmm. thrown off anymore when people oh, decide to yeah. do a thing. You know, like that, ta- that one thing with Tanner was like my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Um, I think one of the the biggest things I've I've learned as a DM is like giving everybody a chance to shine. You know, like I want, mm-hmm. I want everyone to shine and, um, I want to give everyone that chance to be awesome. And yeah. I, I, I'm much better now at like incorporating like everyone and everything into the story. And that, that's something I also had to learn, like, yeah. like through time, like giving everyone a piece kind of deal. Um, like even when I'm focusing on like one person, cause this is like your part of the story still giving someone like people like stuff to to do and then pacing 
is another thing that had to be yeah, learned. Pacing was a big deal for me. Well, uh, <laughs> it's kind of hard to do pacing when we were playing like eight hour sessions in the beginning. <laughs> that was the main problem. <laughs> like we were busting out content, so like you had to come up with a lot of stuff too. Like yeah. if you're you're playing for eight hours. That's a lot of things a brutal players can do in eight hours. Like a four-hour mm-hmm. game is still a hefty game, but eight hours. Like I was coming up with arcs week after week because we would just finish an arc in a day. I'm like, uh, well, I guess I'll do this. You yeah, know? yeah. No, I mean, we would start around noon, take a break to eat. You know, we'd come with lunch, take a break to eat, and then we'd be back to it. Yep. And man, full length days. <laughs> Full length days of uh, it was whoo. It was fun, but I probably won't go back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a special occasion. I think we're gonna play for a bunch of hours today because it's a special day. Yeah, <laughs> it's not you do normally. That's like a movie day or something. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whoo, man, those were long. Mm-hmm. Okay, so also uh, with that is a lot of balancing and homebrewing since our system yeah. was essentially built built from the ground up. There's a lot of uh, homebrewing. So for someone who's making homebrew content in general, what would be what would be the thing you would tell them now? Like, because you had to come up with stuff in the past, and now you can come up with stuff. So what would you tell like a person? <clears throat> if like, well, I'm starting to make homebrew content. Like, yeah. what would be the like? Listen, <laughs> listen. Um, big thing for me uh, that's helped me out, especially now that there's a lot of characters and NPCs involved, uh, is templates. Um, I go back and I try to figure out, say like it's a group of military soldiers, like uh, Marines or whatever. They would all have similar fighting styles and move sets. You would just change up their weapons or whatever. So you would make like one sheet or whatever and give them like a sword, a gun or whatever, and then build off of that. So you would basically have like three templates, sword, gun, melee or punching, and then adjust their stuff from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really helped out with creating armies. Um, Cause yeah. you could just say this regiment of uh, brawlers is over here. This, this gunner squad is over here. The sword squad is going up to the front line. Yeah. I know their stats. Um, another thing that really helped me was, I mean, this kind of goes with any session, but just write notes about what happened during the session. Mm-hmm. And use that to kind of build off of and add into what you want to do the next session. Yeah. Uh, I, I Now I write, like, some things down after a session. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, uh, sometimes I'll, like, if I make a character up on the fly and they're <laughs> now important because, like, oh, I needed someone in this position and I didn't have them before. If I made up the position on the fly, like, I quickly, like, write them down mm-hmm. and then, like, next, when the session's over, I, like, flush them out. Yeah, stuff like that, because that also definitely uh, helps me at the table, because, you know, a lot of times players will ask a thing and I was like, I didn't have anyone (laughs) who could answer that. Hmm. Better figure that out because I can't do it on my. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So notes after is a huge thing. It definitely is like a, 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 a big help. So, um. Now that you've now that you've uh, been playing and rolling and, and gaming for all this time, you've had uh, on our la- on the video you did. You talked about like your most like stumped moment. Yeah. You gave us the thing about your most stumped moment, 
and uh, which is a really good story. So uh, now you've already given the show your most stuck moment. What would be your most like proudest moment where as a DM you felt like I got it? Um, like it would have to be whenever your character Baku uh, finally became the king of the Oni. Like that whole moment when all of the Oni just looked up towards the mountain and like declared you as king and they like you would walk down and they were like bowing to you with like the song playing. It was just like the perfect like Nirvana for me. I was like, yes, I, I nailed it. It okay. was incredible. Yeah, yeah. That was that was that was pretty intense after like I took over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's oh my gosh. Um I think uh one of um i think one of the best moments uh that i've had as a dm and and like it wasn't oh like a a moment like and here's the thing like i I only can take like half credit for the moment because like at the time your guys's role play was so you were so invested in the story that it just kind of So, uh, just to give you a quick, like, drop down, guys. So, essentially, I was alluding to this weapon, right? And I called the weapon uh, Skyfall. And I kept alluding to it. And all they knew, uh, based on all the context clues, that it was a weapon. Mm -hmm. And it was this weapon. It was this thing. So, they went to, like, the final area. And, like, I, I had the whole, like, as they were, like, going to the floating island i started playing the bond skyfall theme and it was really intense everyone so we were on this thing and they finally get to the city where skyfall is located and they find out that skyfall is like this uh weird art type thing that has like this ancient race this very powerful ancient race and they're essentially like a a, a it's hinted to that it's like a warrior like set of people that could essentially like sweep the yeah. sweep the continent. So like if they're let loose, it could it could cause like a war that couldn't be stopped. And then on the other hand, it could just be people who've been trapped and the ark is going to lose its power soon. So if the ark isn't open, the people inside will just die. And the 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 argument between you guys about whether or not we should open it, it was like there was a moment where I thought like the the party was genuinely coming to blows, and it's very rare that I really hit this little because I really wanted some conflict between yeah. ideals of what needs to be done and what should be done. And a lot of times, as a DM, you'll miss the mark. Mm-hmm. But like that was like the perfect point where you guys were genuinely like the table was genuinely cut in half. Yeah, my character was, and there was especially. a lot of and then, like the whole time we were like, and there were sessions and like because you guys would stop and like. We need to have this conversation. And, like, you know where it is. You need to tell us. You need to tell everyone because it's only fair. And then the character was like, no, I will not tell you where it is because I don't think, you know. And it was just huge just input from all of you guys. And, you know, ah, it was just, I mean, but you guys helped make that moment. And, like, just the tension because, like, tension feels really good. That was really fun. Yeah. yeah tension, tension makes a real, real, um impactful moments because like there's there's like we'll never forget like the kind of you know like a like bunch of childhood friends like about to go to blows yeah. or like uh, it, kind of a, a side note it's really fun 
to kind of you're playing a good character to kind of go towards that edge a little bit uh-huh. and like kind of cut loose, you know? And, and, and I felt like I got that opportunity during that whole yeah. part. Yeah. Cause it was like, you know, you were, you were thinking about like in a bigger, broader stroke. I was like, what if they get loose? We have to just keep them there. You know? So what if they go away, they're not going to be our problem, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really fun. It, it was super mm-hmm. fun, but like you guys, but like, you can't do that with every uh, mm-hmm. with every table. I think understanding like what kind of arguments you can have, what kind of things you can put in front of uh, different players, even their like characters. You know, like there are certain things you know a character. You know, once you get time, you know a character would do. Yeah. So like there are things I know I can put in front of some characters that I can't put in front of others. You know, like the characters you guys are playing now in my Thursday game. Are not are very different from the characters you played before. Yes, you know you guys are much less morally ambiguous. Like the, your your second set of characters don't have that same moral ambiguity. There's, there's no there like wouldn't black be the, and white. Yeah, there wouldn't be the same conflict you had before. You all would probably just decide. Well, we'll let them out and we'll deal with it because it, uh-huh. letting them out is the right thing to do. You guys wouldn't have the the conversation mm-hmm. about maybe we shouldn't you know because you're not the same you know because the characters aren't the same yeah so sometimes the dm you got to like realize like who your players are at the table who the characters they're playing are and then like you got to figure out what kind of moments you know you can put like what kind of issues and things you know you can put in front of them to kind of get different you know responses right uh so now that you're heading towards the end, right? You're finally at the uh, you're finally at the f- the finish line, right? So you're you're we're getting there. You're getting there to the to the the final the final road, and you got all this stuff planned, um, man. Like, how does it feel to get there, man? Like, how does it just <laughs> like? Because you like I said, you, you said before you run. We were running like ten years. Yeah, so. honestly, how does I, it feel to get to the end of the road? I to see the finish line. Didn't really expect it to get this big, and you know I'm glad it did because I've had an incredible time with you and my other players. Um, it's just it's like it's like a weight is being lifted, but it's not like a bad weight. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's just like all this stuff I can share with my friends. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's like we get to experience this great thing together. That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, and then not to mention, like, we're also heading towards the end of our Friday game. That's, that's heading towards its dramatic conclusion soon. We're, uh, there's so much going on. We're, we're we're in it now, boys. (laughs) We're in it now. So we got a lot of, you know, there's a lot of stuff. When the party splits, don't split up again. (laughs) Yeah. Let's split, 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 split. Because there's just so much going on, and we're like, we don't have enough bodies yep. to handle all of these problems. So I guess that means we split again. What? Uh, I guess that means we split again. It's gonna be fine. Yeah, you gotta we'll believe. Be all right. We just gotta believe. <laughs> we'll be okay. We'll be okay. We're gonna have any problems. Okay. So, um, what would uh? So I mean, we already kind of we kind of like talked about that before, and we, you said that there are things that you you've, you've learned. So, uh, are there any tips that DM Marshall now 
what kind of shoot to DM Marshall 10 years ago before all of this started? Were there anything you would have just kind of like, if you could have pulled them to the corner and like, listen, this and this and this when you start this game. Like, be ready for yeah. this and this and this. Like, what would be the things? Like, what, kind of, what kind of tips would you, would, you, would, you, would you holler at your boy if you had to pull him aside? <laughs> I'd just be like, hey. <laughs> I know it's hard to balance a homebrew game <laughs> since we're all balancing it at the same time, but do not let this character get the ability to like copy metal. Like it is so game breaking uh, that later on Tanner had to make a, he purposely made a character to hunt this player's character down to kill him because he was going to break the game's economy. <laughs> it didn't get to that point because he died earlier. But <laughs> uh, I killed him. Yeah, you killed him. <laughs> because you gave him the chance to run and he decided to fight you anyway. Yeah, it's what happens. You fight the, the final boss. Let him like, mm, you're not worth my time. I'll beat you anyway. Yep. But yeah, whatever. Like that. That was a big one, but it kind of. It, it kind fixed of fixed itself, itself uh, and that oh, we character, fixed it. yeah, that character Tanner made. Eventually, he's one of our allies now uh, in the war to come. Um, and like another thing is, don't be afraid to go into the story you want to tell. You know, because there were a few moments where I kind of held back a little bit, where I wasn't sure, like oh, maybe they're not going to like this. Um, but I mean, now I don't. I have that confidence, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, man. Um, hmm. Uh, man. What would I? Uh, oh, this will be good. What would I? What would I tell myself? Uh, okay. Um. Hmm. Okay. Here it goes. I, I, I would pull myself aside and I'd be like, "Listen, <sighs> Tanner's character is going to do some busted things." And you're going to give them her busted things. Don't look so dumbfounded when she uses the tools at, that you gave her to circumvent a thing. I don't think I would take away the fact because it's just creative and I yeah. didn't think of it. But I would tell myself, listen, don't just pause for like two minutes because you literally are uh, pick your job. <laughs> it's going to happen. Uh, move on. Uh even the the play like the characters in the game were like what yeah yeah we were all oh god it got us all uh and um mm. i think another thing is uh balance out balance like uh mm, oh god how would i word this hold on give me a second sorry folks give me a second i gotta i gotta figure out how i'd word this um I would, I think that in my first session, I didn't balance out the gear that I was giving versus the level you guys were at. I felt like the items I gave some characters and some of them were way stronger than the level. Like, I felt like the items I gave you guys sometimes kind of like gave you a level. You mean fairy tale? Mm-hmm. Uh, like yeah. some of the weapons and things that I would make because I wanted them all to be so effing cool that like I gave, like they had such ridiculous effects that it almost was like us like giving you a whole level when you got this item. 
Yeah. You, you were effectively almost like a level higher when some of you got your like your items. And it felt that way when Karen got her like main weapon. Yeah, <laughs> like you were just much. You were like every character when I finished. You guys just like bumped up difficulty, and I should have. Well, once I had done it, I should have made the enemies reflect that. Mm-hmm. But like I think like that arc where all of you got your gear, you like just made a joke of some enemies, and I was like, ah, that could have. I did not consider how much stronger they'd be. Yeah. Because, like, I was just in it, and I was just like, oh, you use that and that and that, because, um, you know, you had uh, Pat's character and Josh's character creating items using magic materials, so I wanted their creation, where they were being really creative with it, and I wanted it to feel effective. Yeah. So I think I felt like I overcompensated for it, and you can do this all the time, like, with an item or someone has a really good idea, like, make it... It's it's okay for it to be good, but I think in hindsight I should have dialed it back. I mean, later on I just bumped up, you know, I I, I made a balance, but there was like a moment where I was like, ah, uh, that was ridiculous. <laughs> well, there's a there's a different like, side to that. Like, you know, maybe it's okay sometimes for that to happen, yeah, so the character yeah. can feel really powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I just like it's, it's just only like one of those times I think it's like, hey. You probably need to balance the encounters a little bit better. Yeah. Once you did this, like the rest of that arc, you guys had no issue, and I felt like there was no tension left in that arc. You guys knew you could beat them, and that's that's what kind of got me. I mean, the very like when we went to the next phase, I, all the monsters were at the level that it would be fine. Yeah, it, it felt like it, but that first little, nah, you guys were just kind of like slapping them. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Just, you know, backhanding them back and forth and all that good stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, like, well, that, that's a homebrew game, too. Yeah. Like, uh, when you play, uh, assuming, like, uh, like 5e or games that have, like, more of a system to them, it's, it's much easier to do that balance. But when you're building it from the ground up, uh, it's difficult to find that balance. Like, you don't find it until you find the unbalance. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Like, when you find out something is wrong, then you find out, oh, this is actually super abusive. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, fix this. But we're all pretty good about, like, oh, that's crazy? Do we need to adjust it? Okay. Usually happens, like, the session after. <laughs> yeah, like, we were, we're, so, we're so good about it. I know some people really hate being adjusted, but, eh, we, we make do. We're, I hated not, it at first, but it's kind of, like, a, a part of the game now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had to, like, understand, like, mm-hmm. oh, that's way too much. Damn damn and then you just kind of okay yeah that makes sense yeah i mean like nowadays we're like oh that's busted and we all nod like yeah that needs to be changed and like we're all just look at each other nod and corrections are made like right on like right there it's not like before where it was like listen man let me take you aside because you can't that's that's cray don't do that i had to do that a lot when i first started <laughs> <laughs> like this is this is crazy well, because, like, a lot of times, like, uh, you didn't really see how it was until everything was together, especially with that kind of game. Like, a lot of times, something on paper doesn't sound so bad until it's happening in application, and then you're like, oh, that's crazy. Oh, that's yeah. super ridiculous. And, I mean, it's just kind of like the pitfalls that come with homebrewing in general. Or, like, an opposite case where... You let a character have something and it's completely useless. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've had some useless things. Like a boss just makes it irrelevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, I, I often like I often like pride myself because I usually just think about the boss, and then when we get to start the fight, there are times where. I make the boss have a skill and you guys are like, oh, but that won't work because of this. I'm like, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. And there are times the opposite way where you guys are like, wow, our power literally means nothing to this guy. And I'm like, yeah, that sucks. You know, <laughs> that's a little bit of a good feeling though. <laughs> uh, like know your place. <laughs> sit down. No, we're not. We're not those kind of games. No, no, no. We don't. We don't like beating our players I don't up. Bully my players. No, never. <laughs> We never, we never, uh, we never bully players. But so, um, hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this name right. Okay. So we have uh, Noir Golden Folgers Noir Golden Dusk. Yeah, the sequel to Golden Sun. Um. Yes. <laughs> so yes, uh, the, the Golden Dusk. So Marsha, how do you feel about it, man? I give it a strong. Uh like 18 yeah okay yeah okay, okay. Yeah. i enjoyed it it was really good yeah um i finished it like in the first like 10 minutes or so <laughs> like oh that coffee was was, was, was done oh yeah um i brewed it like really uh actually brewed it like a little stronger than normal because i really couldn't taste it the first time so now that i've actually given it some some kick some sauce i'm really enjoying it so i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna give it a definite 17 like mm. definitely in the upper the upper echelon of, of my coffees and i hit like just the right amount of cream and everything it was a nice it was, it was, a, a, ni- it was a nice blend you know we I think we did it did we did a good job so marshall thanks for you know being on the show oh you're welcome i appreciate it uh you know appreciate your support oh marshall is also the dude who made the logo like a boss oh yeah <laughs> my my sexy logo that's me that's that's him he has those kinds of skills. Uh, so, you know, if you like the logo, I'll put a link or something, like an email or something. You guys can hit him up, you know, toss my man some sauce on the side. So uh, continue to listen, continue to like. Uh, check us out on our Patreon. I want to thank my Patreon supporters. have increased, so now more stuff coming your way. Uh, we still got this going on uh, this month. The Othello Chronicle will be airing, so you guys are going to get that. Finally. So the game finally gets aired, and then you guys are going to get two, three-hour sessions um, a month. And with that, uh, then every like month or so, every month, a month, month or two months, you're going to get another episode of just the players and me talking about what's happened so far and how we feel about the way the game is going. So you're going to get that too. Um, and much more content to come. So thanks for everything. And remember, guys, the quest never ends. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you like us, please follow us on Facebook at the DM World at 9029. Or you can follow us on Twitter at DM World 9029. Thanks for your support, guys. Keep listening. And remember, once again, the quest never ends.